Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Chart Topping Show, Stopping Best Podcast in the World! <laughs> we just get it, just get it, just get it. Hello, my little pocket rockets. Welcome back to A Lot on Your Plate Podcast. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. How are we all? How are you, Jess? I'm fabulous, thanks, Zoe. How are you? I'm wonderful. And I'm very excited because we have our third guest with us today. We do. So basically, the guest has come around because me and Zoe, especially recently with the seasons changing, we've been constantly moaning at each other that we never have anything to wear. I'm sure that we speak volumes for everybody listening to this podcast or that we hate every single thing that we own. And it's definitely safe to say that there's so many clothing websites out there at the moment that's borderline overwhelming. And I don't think it helps that we feel we need to tap into every given trend because we are influenced so much by social media. And we really, all we want is some help on how to minimise our excessive shopping habits, start to buy smarter and build a good quality, longer lasting capsule wardrobe, but without breaking the bank. Yes, sir. So... We thought we would invite the perfect person onto the podcast to help us out. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Someone who I'm sure most of you listening will know, and she's one of our bestest friends. Best buddies. But if you don't know who she is, she's an absolute fashion icon, a business owner for her own fashion label called Doula, which <laughs> focuses on normalising outfit repeating and adding staple timeless pieces into your wardrobe that you can wear time and time again. We are very excited to have her join us today. It's, of course... The ginger legend. That is Jelly Isabella. Hello, Jelly. Hello, Jelly. How are we? <laughs> she's Scottish, everyone. She's definitely not English. <laughs> also, she's currently squirming in her seat at how awkward oh, this is. Oh, guys, I'm so nervous. <laughs> 
I've known these girls for honestly about seven years. <laughs> I've never felt more awkward. I've never seen her shit herself so much like she's now. She's squirming. It's just because it's like a different. It's another form of putting myself out there, and I'm As probably just going to get slaughtered for my accent, and I can't no, be bothered with it. Everybody but loves here you. Here we are. We're here. Ease into it, not to worry. Yeah. So, what have you been up to? What's been on your plate? Physically, what's been on my plate? I had a Chinese last night. Mm, Yum. That's because I desperately hung over because I went out with Jess and her friends <laughs> on Friday in Manchester and the speed at which they drink alcohol is not normal. I, I, my glass get put on a table and Jess's friend Heather was like, Jelly, want another drink? <laughs> I went, I went, Heather, no. I went, just, you lit, that, that is not even just touched the table. <laughs> I know, but we're all getting two. And I was like, oh, okay. And doubles as well. And doubles, uh uh-huh. No. I was like, what's no, going on it, in the Iron Appa girls trip holiday? <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. But obviously I got led astray because I would just do anything that anyone tells me. <laughs> gurgling it down. Yeah. But also, you said Chinese. You are mm. also someone like you where you don't have salt and chilli chips and you have boiled rice. And like, this is what, honestly I really don't want to talk about was physical on my plate because I get slaughtered <laughs> all the time. So you should. I'm on board with the normal chips, but this boiled rice, No. We can't get on board with that, can no, we? No, I just disagree with it. It's so salty as it is. I don't have a heart attack. I'm having curry sauce that's oh, must have been seeped in about 12 kilos of salt. <laughs> that is bad, like, that is I bad. do not need boiled right. I'm, and I only really like like salt on my chippy chips. So, and I don't really like spicy stuff. I don't. Why did I get a Chinese? I don't know. I'm unsure. I'm unsure. I know, but I, I think that the non-major Chinese things that are Chinese are the best. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, you're not getting all this, like... Yeah, I don't actually like really love Chinese food. I just like a curry. Yeah. yeah. So, like, a chicken curry, extra yeah. onions, boiled rice and chips. I like extra onions But I'm not, well. like, ordering a chicken Maryland. It could be a lot worse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. exactly. Do you so. like prawn crackers? I love prawn crackers. Do you put, like, the rice in it and it... Yeah, I mean, scoop it up. Everything in it, yeah. But I hate uh, chips and they come in the curry sauce and then the chips are soggy. Ooh. So I have my chips on the side and I just dip it into my curry. Yeah, so okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, would, I would do that too. And what's been on yeah. your plate? What's been a lot on your plate? What's been a lot on your plate, Hen? What has been a lot on my plate? I actually think I'm in a, like, a very nice headspace right now. I wasn't well, during summer. Like I was in such a rut during summer. I get out my routine in summer. Mm-hmm. You go on holidays and stuff and you're all over the place. Mm. And then I went on this brand trip to Ibiza with that fab skincare, which is owned by Laura Porter, that you know. Yeah. Yep. And it was just such a nice group of Glasgow girls. It was so nice to go away on a brand trip. Like, Jess, you know, we actually know you probably won't really know this, but for Scottish people, you can't own, you really can't talk the way you talk around no. people from England. You just can't no. talk can't. So, see, sometimes when I go on influencer trips, I don't really feel like I can come across like myself. Yeah. So, when I went on that trip, I was like, this is so nice to go away with all Glasgow people. Mm, and they were all self employed, all business owners and it was just such a nice group and we were all talking people up and I just came away and I felt so empowered that's I love nice that. yeah. Laura Porter that owns Fab is just such a boss ass bitch she, she is yeah she isn't she I was like I'm inspired I yes. am making the most out of life so now I remember <laughs> that and I feel great and now you're on a podcast and I'm on a podcast because you're a bad- badass bitch here we are so we would like to know everything about doula please okay um so it is my fashion label um it's a women's wear label i started it well i I toyed with the idea for maybe about three years before i actually launched it it was supposed to be called edit we were supposed to launch it in 2020 obviously covid happened and it was like the best thing that ever 
happened because like we really like fine-tuned what we wanted it to be i'm saying we because i talk about it as if it's a five thousand person company <laughs> it's not, just you. but i really like to just say we do we do this yeah and i'm putting it out there we're going to get there one day um, so Dula, the name Dula, and also please any French people out there, any French language speaking <laughs> people, I don't want to butcher the language, all right? I just think this is a nice way to describe what the brand was. So when I was looking at changing the name, which if you had a business start, I wasn't like you guys, I'm sure it would have took a wee while to name the podcast. Yeah, got to ages. Took ages. So um, when I was designing at the time, it was like kind of like blazers and tailoring and like quite androgynous styles and just like masculine and feminine mixed and do and la are masculine and feminine nouns from the yeah. French language. Yeah. yeah. And I just put them together. And it's gorgeous. Um, and I like to tell that wee story as well. I think yeah. it like communicates what the brand is. But like I don't want to kind of like stick to that too much. I'd like for like Dula to evolve and just be whatever it is. Yeah. So if we go away a wee bit from that style, it's fine. Like it just to kind of become Yeah. Become yeah. What it is. I remember when you told me as well that when it was in originally going to be called edit you had this idea in your head that when girls are in the toilets together yeah. on nights out that they would tell where's that from and they said they'd say edit and it didn't really it could be an it edit of so what or yeah so mm-hmm. i wanted a name that was just its name there was nothing else nothing else was like very it exclusive to itself yeah so yeah because a lot of brands use edit now like for edits that exactly. they do so people would have been like oh whose edit is it yeah like, oh, mine yeah. so what was just your vision me. then for doula what did you want it to be you know in terms of you and the fashion that you enjoy, did you want it to be different to something else? Did you, did you feel there was a gap in the market? What did you want to achieve with it? So it takes a long time from like sketching to actually producing something to sell it. We take about eight months. Wow. So yeah, it's it's a really long process. So I didn't want to spend that much time on something for then someone just to wear it once and just kind of bin it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember years and years ago, my mum got me this leather dress from And Other Stories, which mm. is quite a, like an expensive issue. Yeah. And mum yeah. got me it as, uh, for a Christmas present so I could wear it when I went to New York. And I've still got it and I bring it out all the time and I love it so, so, so much. So I remember thinking like, I love how I feel when I put that out on I feel it kind of like when I wear House of CB stuff as well like it just feels so nice when I have it on so anything that I designed I wanted people to buy something that they'd be like I love that so much I'm going to bring that out my wardrobe yeah every, every year. single year yeah so that was just kind of the idea behind like, like timeless pieces exactly timeless pieces that are going to last in your wardrobe and that you enjoy wearing all the time so that was kind of where like the normalizing outfit repeating slogan came from as well yeah I love that love. slogan so much I do it's brilliant I think it's great mm-hmm. I'm like thoroughly enjoying this because we have these chats but you're just about like yeah cool but now you're really getting into it and I'm yeah. like Wait, I'm like intelligent yeah you do <laughs> <laughs> we love it so in terms of starting doula then how the hell for anyone listening to this podcast how do you go about starting a business so I was quite lucky my mum and dad's always self-employed and like I've all I've been around like so many entrepreneurs like in my life so I was very lucky that I could like ask a lot of people like where to start and what mm-hmm. to do but if you don't have that like Google's your best friends yeah. it's very much like you have a business idea you write a business strategy you have a plan you find funding from somewhere you register the company you start a bank account but I think a lot of people are like but how do I actually start what do I do and I think you just need to start it yeah There's so Get much that rolling. I yeah there's so much that I've learned from Dula only having it about a year and a half now that I would have never have known had I not. So sometimes I wish to myself, God, I wish I started that sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so you can learn from your mistakes kind of 100%, thing. 100%. And there's just things that you can't learn from just like reading something you just need to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. So if there's people that you can ask, then definitely ask. And see when it's like clothing or if you're selling a product, mm-hmm. how do you find like where to get that from? Like if you don't just make it on your own, like in house or whatever. You mean like how suppliers? Do you, like, yeah, like so suppliers, suppliers or manufacturers. Or... LinkedIn is one of the best tools. You just search like for so for example, if you're wanting something produced, you just search for factories and then there's people that right. are like, I work at this factory, I do this, that, I do that. Well, um, yeah. They're one. That's one of the best places I think that everyone can access. And then again, networking is the yeah. best thing. I've been lucky that, like, throughout my career, I did a lot, a lot, a lot of networking. Yeah, yeah. so because you've also had a fashion background as well. Exactly. And you actually went out there, didn't you, to see the factories? Yes. Years ago. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, went out in two thousand and nineteen, and it was amazing. It was so interesting. Um, and it was good to actually see the factories working as well, making sure that like exploitation workers wasn't course, a thing. Yeah. Like safety and the fact and all that which as blurred lines there's a lot of people that maybe don't have the access to be able to go and do that so you yeah. need to be careful um but it was just one of the like important things that when we started do i didn't want to add to any issues like we're definitely in a state of the world right now we're over consuming a lot of things yeah like i wanted to start something that i was proud of i always see myself doing a business and i couldn't really see myself doing anything else yeah so i just wanted to make sure that when i was starting it i was being safe and doing so not adding to anyone yeah absolutely and what would you say has been the biggest struggle so far with starting the business have you found any obstacles on the way yeah many many (laughs) i am climbing climbing a high hill right now and i'm nowhere near the summit i'm falling back um right now logistics is a nightmare um like brexit was an issue fuel costs is an issue i really don't know anything about logistics either basically as well got a really good tip from one of my family members and they said that when you sell something and you're deciding on the price of it you need to divide absolutely everything that goes into it so put aside your labor your like materials you buy like you need to think of your packaging so how much does that box that you're putting that outfit and what does that cost then you need to think of how much that costs to actually ship that here and a lot of where your profit comes from is making sure that all those things are really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the now for us, logistics is a nightmare just because the cost of everything is rising. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a specific thing. But in general, when you start a business and you're just trying to keep costs down, you're obviously doing everything yourself so you don't yeah. have employees. So like every single one of my family members has been a part of something and they're getting <laughs> zero rewards from it right now. Yeah. So that is probably the most difficult thing is just kind of doing it yourself but yeah you just have to do it so yeah you can't moan about it you just it's something you have to do i mean you definitely need a lot of motivation and patience yeah you a do. lot a lot of patience when i started that i read some daft like business for dummies book or something and they said that it takes about five years for you to actually start seeing like really good profits and kind of getting something out yeah. of it because any not... profit you get you actually put straight back into doing it don't you yeah. yeah i wouldn't be able to take a profit from it now just yeah of um, so it feels unrewarding right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. Sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? I think that's why I was a wee bit of a rut during the summer as well. So I was like, what am I doing in my life? Why am I doing this? I'm going to run away to an island and just chill there and live off the land. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, snap out of here. So yeah, I think if you're like, if you're really into entrepreneurship and you want your own business, yeah. you make it work. Yeah. I suppose you'll have the small rewards like when people are wearing it. Here, yeah, there. that must feel great when they like tag really it. Like really, nuggets yeah. like that will keep you going until there's like the big rewards and it's really like Definitely. made it. And actually getting something off the ground and running it as well. See, if, see even only one person bought something from Dula, I'd be like, that is so sick, man. Like, well done. <laughs> like, someone actually <laughs> wants to spend your hard cash because you were drawing a wee sketch and then went and got it made. And somebody actually and bought it. Uh-huh, like, I think that's mega. Yeah. And the fact that like, 
it never had any like branding to it and then I did all the branding and now it's this only thing it's like my it's like child to life. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I do I love it yeah so um I kind of obviously can understand a lot of you talking about because I used to work in the fashion industry on the supplying side so when you talk about starting a new business how is it because obviously I know this with working with factories getting like minimum minimum orders because like you said every single thing you has to be cheap as possible to make yourself a profit even from your boxes you'd need to buy them in huge bulk or quantity of the leather jacket, for example, to get the price minimised, you would need to buy a lot. So you need a lot of cash up front. Have you found struggles with that, with getting minimum orders? 100%. One of the main issues, because then it's also like a wee bit daunting because you're thinking, God, I've got quite a lot of that that I yeah. need to sell. Yeah. But it is just one of those things that comes when you start a small business that you can't really avoid it. Of course, yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that's holding us back the now with size expansion because just now we are not at when I want us to be with size inclusion. Like, we've got four sizes like yeah, yeah it's, it's not good enough but we just don't have the funding to yeah. get it there i'm going to explain it a wee bit because i think people don't really understand that's what i'm meaning people yeah. don't understand with these small businesses what they it's actually need to put up you can't just launch a business and have like all sizes like it's impossible. Impossible. unless you've got an endless pot of cash yeah. unless you're kim kardashian yeah which i am not <laughs> not yet not yet <laughs> um so when you are getting something produced and you're creating patterns and patterns is what the pattern cutters cut from to actually it's like building is like building blocks. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they do to put the tops together. Um for each size you need to pay that size to be graded and scaled. Yeah. So each size has a cost. Right. So to be very transparent, we just don't have the funding there right now to scale it. But that is the main goal that we will work towards Mm -hmm, that hopefully by about a year or two time we'll have a full size range. Yeah, Yeah. that's obviously a lot of brands that we do shop on, mostly like the fast fashion ones. It's taken them quite a lot of years to get to, you know, a plus size range because they've needed to build that business Mm -hmm. from quite small at the start. For sure. I really love that girl, Grace Beverly, Mm -hmm. and she has that sustainable brand, Tala, and it's like all the gym wear and it's gorgeous stuff. And that's them only just launching they're like expanding the size range yeah and house um, of cb and house of cb yeah. as well yeah I, that's why i don't want to put too much pressure on it because i'm looking no. at these big massive multi-million businesses that are only just doing it now. yeah exactly and I think as well you want to launch it and it'd be perfect of course so that's something that we'll work towards for jilla but it is just it's just one of those things that now yeah people just have too much to say yeah i think <laughs> definitely it's always something isn't there I think it comes from, see if you don't have a business. I think, see if people have been employed by someone. I think they're the ones that usually have more to say. I think I've just been lucky that I've seen both sides. I've worked yeah, yeah. and then I've seen business as well. So I can understand that people would maybe have a certain idea in their head because they're, they're not in it. They don't know yeah, what, what goes fair. behind the business. But mm. stop doing that to me, okay? Because I'm trying my best. <laughs> You're trying your best. And now they know because they've listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what's to come? Fadula, what have we got to look forward to? So we've Give got our winter collection coming insights. out, which I can't wait for because I'm very much a winter dresser. I you just feel a lot cooler in the winter. I can do Again. layers. It's just a bit, be- it's the best time to dress. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got our winter collection coming. Nice coats. Um, <gasps> I've seen a few teasers on your Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feathers. So that is what's actually coming that kind of thing and just like the size expansion thing is what we're working towards yeah. mainly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obsessed, excited. <laughs> When's that? When's what? When's it coming? What? Oh, the, what, the new stuff? Yes, we need to know. <laughs> oh, wait, what? When's my stuff that is coming that I should sell for my brand? <laughs> it's coming at the end of October. Wow. Fabulous. Wow, that's only like, what, two season. weeks? Yeah. Mm. Not long. I have, um, I bought a jacket 
off Jilly's website, Doula, when it first launched. And it's a leather jacket with a bomber at the back. And I'm shit you not. Every time I wear it, everyone is like, where is that from? I genuinely think I will get that out of my wardrobe time and time again. Sure. Because it's just such a perfect, if oversized, expensive looking. anything as good as that, it's fine. I'll just sell leather jackets for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking. I'm just going to be stalking so it. I know. It's back. It's oh, look, guys. <laughs> it's we back. back. <laughs> guess you didn't guess this. <laughs> look what's back. <laughs> so, we obviously need help. And I think a lot of listeners do. How do the hell do we start? To build a capsule wardrobe. I know obviously you do tap into trends as well, but you do it so well where you will mix it with other things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to do that. I'll buy into a trend and I'll buy that top mm-hmm. once and I think, oh my God, it's so trendy. And I will probably put it in the charity bag. But you, however, will style it differently. But me as a person, I probably can't get away with some of the things that you wear because I'm not as cool as fuck as you. But <laughs> I think I would like to wear something a bit more staple capsule where do we where do we start to build the foundations of your wardrobe to go up and then add in the trendy bits i need to know where else i can go from a blazer mm. like <laughs> if blazers same. like we're currently wearing them but if blazers stop being a thing what well they won't though no but please can't stop being a thing because that was one of the first things i was going like you need a staple blazer <laughs> I know, no, but, but like they weren't a thing really mm. for well, like obviously like weren't in the, look and now, the work thing, world. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. But see if that stops, I'm quite truly fucked. I'm fucked. Yeah. It's all I wear. They're so flattering as well. They are so flattering. They do go with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you're wanting to start off, I think you should have your wardrobe a wee purge. Go through things that you've not worn for ages. Sell it on Depop. Put that money back towards it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, whatever you've kept in your wardrobe, it's obviously stuff you like when you've got on you feel good in it Mm -hmm. on your body you wear certain shapes yeah so say for example you really like these pair of trousers and then you know that these pair of trousers go with a bodysuit a crop t-shirt and a shirt then you just know whenever you're going to buy again okay well i know that they go with those jeans so i'm going to be able to wear them lots and then those pair of jeans might go with a nice jacket that's going to go with something else so it's just being a bit more conscious when you're shopping that what you're buying does go with other things. Because like yeah. you said, it is easy to tap into trends. And I don't think tapping into trends is a bad thing. Like, no, I of course love not. fashion so much. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> see, when fashion month comes around, I'm so excited to you're see so like, what we're going to be wearing in six months' time. Like, I just In the group chat, it pops it. off. Julie literally rakes her out from that out of 10. <laughs> and she goes, in like, hard. I, I adore it. But I think you should avoid micro trends. I think that's where you'll be like, I wore that once and then packed it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you can definitely tap into trends and enjoy like the wee seasons that comes here and there. But I think the main thing for building your capsule wardrobe is knowing what you suit and what you like to wear. Yeah. yeah. And then just building it around sure. that. It is hard finding stuff for your body, I think. Mm. Because that's thing, like body I, types and shit. I try yeah. and dress like a six foot, size six human <laughs> being. Reality is... I'm five foot three for a start. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not a size six either. Yeah, yeah so it's then I'm like, oh. some things you think feel like you can't wear. And to be fair, I, there's definitely a lot of things that I'm like, I just can't wear that. I love that on someone else, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um, but I don't want you to think that you can't wear what those six foot people, because you can wear whatever you want. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> could, but would it be pleasing for the eye? No. And then it's just, you just want to feel as good as you possibly yeah. can and what yeah. you're wearing. So I think when you know what your body type suits, then you can't really go wrong. So if I was to go home today, right, and completely gut out my wardrobe, what do you suggest I do? With those clothes well you could sell on like depop or mm. vintage i sell stuff on vintage i actually have a girl that does it she started her own business it's called girls rewear and she wow. does it for yeah it's so clever she does it for influencers um so obviously get Glasgow. quite a lot of free clothes don't they so. yeah yeah so that's like a nice responsible way to make sure that you're like repurposing something yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah you could sell it we actually spoke about this when yeah, we, we were you. away there h&m and actually other high street 
shops. It's not just H and M that does it as well. Like M and S does it. Shoe does it as in like actual oh, shoe yeah. shop. And you take any brand of clothing. It doesn't need to be that brand. Oh, it can right. be any clothing. It can be any textiles. You take it into the shop and you get a voucher, and then they give it to like this big recycling company that either they recycle it properly, they resell it, mm-hmm. or they can use it to make new clothes. That's I know that cool. may sound a wee bit like, but that's daft because then you're just like buying more clothes. But at least it's, it's not going to like landfill, Those clothes it? don't end up in a landfill. Yeah. yeah. And that's where the issue is. Yeah. Because the fashion industry is like, it's one of the top polluting industries now, which okay. is wild to think about. Because a lot of people won't come away from fast fashion or constantly buying new clothes, let's be honest, but at least if they're selling old clothes or yeah. handing them in, even if they're getting money mm-hmm. to buy new ones, at least yeah. they're doing something with the old ones yeah. and not just binning them. And I do think as well, like, might be an unpopular take, but I do think there is space for fast fashion. I think the businesses just may need to be a wee bit more responsible with it, but not everybody can buy into sustainability. And I do yeah, think it's no, a wee bit yeah. of a, not a snobbery, but it's definitely, you've got a privilege, see if you can buy an yeah. £8 blazer that you can take out your wardrobe every single year, mm-hmm. that's great for you. But a lot if of fast fashion was abolished the day after tomorrow, there's going to be a large group of people that cannot afford to shop million percent yeah zara or get their stuff from there yeah. so i think it falls on the fast fashion businesses to make sure that they're not exploiting their workers polluting yeah s- stealing designs off small business owners like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's just like being a wee bit more conscious with what you're buying um you can buy things that you want to wear time and time again from fast fashion yeah yeah but also i do feel like that in the next breath of that is I think if you buy cheap, you buy twice. Oh, you buy and that does times. happen to me quite a lot. I'll buy For something because sure. I think oh, it feels good quality. I'll wash it once and it's like a bag of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I should have probably invested an extra 20 quid on that more higher quality blazer, for example, and then it will last me time and yeah. time again. I think it's like maybe a younger thing as well. Like you don't mm-hmm. have as much of a disposable income when you're younger and you go out every weekend and you want to wear something new. Yeah. And then you look in your wardrobe and you're thinking, none of that's my, like, how many things have you bought last minute? Because you're like, sugar, I'm going out in the weekend. I need to get an outfit. Never wear actually like it because no. like, that's not my style yeah. at all why have I did that and that like I maybe like built a wardrobe up and I thought oh my god I have nothing to wear yeah because it is like that you just buy things last minute and it is cheap so like it doesn't yeah. really hold that much value mm-hmm. you don't feel that bad spinning it and putting yeah. it away exactly um, I think we just need to be a wee bit more conscious with our shopping habits yeah yeah sure. I mean I used to buy something new for every single weekend Same. but Same. with the purpose was that I would never wear it again. Ever again. I know. You won't <laughs> want to be seen. No. A social but media what for I will you though. Yeah. Is like maybe that like our generation definitely were like that and I think we're we're grown up to so get more disposable income, but I don't think that Gen Z are like that. No. They are so responsible. I think these yeah. children yeah, they are, are. actually going to change their mm-hmm. I do actually. And, and I think it's why more people are talking about it now because these children are yeah. talking about it. Yeah. And I do it. think yeah. it's cool to wear like, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I do think it is cool now to see people out for a piece and I actually think I actually look at people and think, wow, that's so cool that she could style that differently and wear yeah. it. Back in the day when I was younger, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she wore that last week. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I found that as well with building my wardrobe up. That if, see if I wore something once, I'd be like, I'm going to bin that, I'm not wearing that again. And then maybe see a few months' time. It comes back like, around, or I wish I that. Was that. A, that would have went so nice with that. Yes. Yeah. And then that's when you start like being a wee bit more deliberate with your yeah. buy and being like, okay, I really like that t-shirt and I know for a fact that that's going to go with these things. So I'm not yes. going to bin them, I'm going to keep them. Yeah. I actually also don't really care when I wear stuff again now like see if it's something I feel nice in yeah and we got at least feel nice in it for sure don't really care there was um, a program I watched not long ago I think it was on Netflix what's that woman's name where she organises everyone's yeah (laughs) and she said something like if you have a wardrobe and everything's hung for example every time you put it back turn the if your hanger can do it twist it round Mm -hmm. and at the end of the year anything that's twisted the other way you haven't worn for a year so get it out that's clever yeah 
So I don't you know, that's a good. No, I don't either. But what are we going to do? Anyone that does, I thought that's quite a good idea because you look at me, you think, oh, I'll, I'll keep it. But every time I go through, I think maybe I'll wear that one day. Yes. But you never actually no. do. I remember her saying as well that if you are like cleaning out your wardrobe, so for example, you're going to go home and try and start your caption wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. She says you need to hold it and you have to hold it to your heart. And don't if give it doesn't it. feel it, if you don't feel it, the energy you want it for three coming months. off my tank yeah. top. I was like, no, spiritually, <laughs> I really understand that, Marie. I'm going to pin that. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake my god so right where do we start then give us some obviously apart from the obvious which is doula but where give us some good examples of some websites or mm. stores that we could go into where the hell would you recommend us to shop to buy some good quality things I've recently really price. really love been loving NAKD I don't know if it's NAKD or Naked, Naked you love it but it's I think it's like, I a, like scan, that as it's well. a Scandi brand yeah. mm-hmm. and their stuff is really really nice quality it and it's not too expensive it definitely yeah. is like on the pricier side it isn't fast fashion prices yeah but fast fashion sustainability do not go fast fashion no. good quality don't go so yeah. like I said you definitely are in a privileged position if you can buy better things but you are going to need to spend a wee bit more money so yeah i like nakd i like um weekday yeah oh yeah you've been wearing quite a few weekday trousers love weekday, love weekday. they've got really nice tailoring and nice basics like elevated basics they've got a store here and up in scotland oh because glasgow has nothing oh, no, but yeah. there's so much store space 65 gregs in one street <laughs> <laughs> but god forbid we get a zara home yeah. i know but, also um, weekday on like in fact naked as well go on asos yeah, yeah they, they do, do. And, yeah. It's, uh-huh, and it's different do. places because yeah. you're not getting like the european yeah crossover whatever yeah, that is that's true and yeah, we were actually talking mm-hmm. yeah i love that we were talking about this in the car weren't we um because you have this is cos actually but you're wearing a cos yeah i cos. love cos but that again that is like a wee bit pricier yeah but, but their quality of t-shirts are so as soon nice as i looked and at your I, t-shirt i was like that looks such yeah, nice quality i've got mm-hmm. stuff that i've got from the cost like years ago that i still have because they just wash well i actually do have the same like h&m as well yeah. i think yeah. h&m's great quality yeah it is and they're i would say definitely affordable for sure like activewear like adenola they've got yes, nice stuff they've the got nice basics another version they're another good one mm-hmm. oh uniqlo they're great they're great for t-shirts unbelievable for t-shirts yeah so nice mm, yeah. okay yeah, nice basics elevated what basics. we need to do yes. do you know what what jeans? Just, jeans i love levi jeans yeah, they're same. my absolute favorite i actually really love asos jeans as well weekday jeans i have a few from weekday right, as well I also think Stradivarius jeans are good. Yeah, Gorgeous. they are good. Yeah. They're like the shops are shit hole, but like the online's great. Would yeah, not the shop. thank you for walking into uh, walk into Stradivarius, walk right back it's out. It's Stradivarius, a very enjoyable shopping. Yeah, experience. that Bershka and Pull&Bear. Remember we went in all them in Edinburgh. It's awful, yeah. but on, but on but ASOS it looks lovely. so nice, and they have nice quality stuff as well. True, yeah, yeah. It's affordable. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. ASOS get all the nice bits, like the basic nice stuff and then the shops like for my 17 year old sister yeah going out. I'm just actually not really an in shopper person I love a shop uh, yeah. on the website I only I am for H&M yeah H&M's better in store I think oh I highly disagree really? well it's to so be fair camped. there's yeah. so yeah. much to consume you really have to and search just, in there it's very overwhelming I think it's because I just pass through it every time I go on my lunch. I like walk through the yeah, H&M do, in Glasgow. Yeah. So like, I just always know it's in there. So I find mm. it quite easy, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite a nice store in Buchanan Street, actually. Yeah, it is. I like that one. Um, so how would you suggest that anyone listening and us, how could we stop avoiding over-ordering with fast fashion brands? Like, or just in general, mm-hmm. how do we stop over-ordering? I think if you do just think in your head, like consciously, I mean, it's, it's hard because obviously people are going to want to buy new things when like, mm-hmm. they're going on the outs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like it is just like 
we are a consuming society and like we're on social media and it is just kind of like part and parcel like yes this generation but for me i just know that when fast fashion stuff comes i'm just not going to like it on the clothes it's just not good and i just like to feel good in the clothes that i wear so i know at the time you're spending a wee bit more more money you're thinking oh god like could i done maybe spending 40 pound instead of 80 pound i just know that i'm going to be able to wear it and feel good in it i think you know, just avoid it just by being a wee bit more conscious with your purchasing decisions yeah i just think what jelly said about if you're not going to wear it again don't order it mm. yeah yeah that's a good benchmark for it as well yeah. i've definitely got to the point now though where i find online shopping completely overwhelming where i'll go and get my tabs all open at the top so i'll have zara mango naked nasty girl i get them all up and then i have everything in my basket that i think looks nice and i just won't order it because i'm like i'm so overwhelmed that's probably my adhd mm. kicking up there yeah i think it definitely I, is i think there's some websites see like pretty little thing oh, that no. place is hellish I to shop never, on i have there not gone on there many for genres of people yeah. on there yeah so like I don't, I don't find, like, that overwhelming, like, going on to Zara. Because, see, when I go on Zara, I'm going on Zara for a specific... What, what, what were they modelling on an oven top? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, that creative direction. I love it. I'm taking that idea for Jula. <laughs> Swinging off a light bulb. <laughs> that shoe in the microwave create Genius. <laughs> Why are they like that? Don't Why know. are they like that? Yeah, but Zara. People like, talk about them as smart. Yeah, Zara is a bit like that. But I think like PLT, way too overwhelmed when there's too many genres. I mm-hmm. don't know who I am on PLT when I I'm not on there. And then I get maybe I'd get a wee bit carried away. I've not shopped on PLT. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I've not. Me neither. But it used to be the place. It used to be the place. There's just too much choice on it. Yeah. So that's why, like, going on Adenola, you know, you're going to get nice basics. Going on Mango, I'm going to get Always sold out, though. Pisses me off, but makes you want it more. You know what they're doing, they're smart. <laughs> right, and the big question, what do we need for this autumn winter jelly? Tell us. Yeah, what's coming? Oh, would you like, oh, would you like to trend forecast? Yes. yes. So I have got a pair of Ugg boots on. Look, I at, have look, been, at, look us up and down there and seeing what we were wearing on our feet. I'm like, <laughs> I have actually been shouting about this since 2020, you guys. Julie, you, have. you bought Uggs back. You, you did. categorically did. And at the time, like, when was it? Like a year and a half ago, you were saying it. And it even I was a bit like, okay, you can try, honey. But it fucking worked. Do you know, it who did. was it? I seen... I seen someone on Instagram have them. I just think it was Hattie Bourne. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, they look quite cool on her. And then I think I put it on my, my Instagram being like, are Uggs a thing? And the majority of people said no. no. So you and thought, I thought, well, you know what? Nothing motivates me more <laughs> than people saying no. trying to prove people wrong. So then I ordered them and I thought, nah, these are actually shit hot. I love these. And I've honestly got about six pairs of them now. What is they the style like, that you've been styling recently that are quite in? Not the not the platforms, the other ones. The ones with has slippers. Yeah, yeah love, I them. love them. Guys, it's comfort, okay? You're inside, you've got slippers on, then I leave and I put my outdoor slippers on. Yeah. I think I think actually COVID as well made our made our styles a lot more like casual. I think that's yeah. why the Birkenstock million percent are, love like, them. They're so comfortable. I cannot be bothered tying up my shoelaces. I can't be bothered. It's honestly it's true. 
And yeah. I don't need to wear socks when I wear Uggs. Yeah. Um, and you can wear them with anything. You can, yeah. Uggs go with everything. See, if you wear a wee cute skirt, put a nice wee pair of socks on with them. Gorgeous. <laughs> I am a Gen Z Y2K. You really are. <laughs> I've got a pair of joggies on, I know to put them Uggs. Yeah. They go with everything. So I think a pair of Ugg boots, for sure, if you don't get them now, you're going to be regretting it. I can't back. get them. I actually can't get them now. I've got I've a pair, I've tried to get right? the antelope colourway and I can't get them anywhere. That's to be the fair, the colour was the very first colour I got and everyone struggles to get that colour. Do you think I should so go for chestnut then or black? Popular. I think chestnut. Do chestnut, you? Yeah, chestnut gives me like a granny in the Hamptons that like <laughs> lives in a big rich gaff and she has like a tan watch and she wears the chestnut Ugg boots. Okay. But I do love my black ones as well. Yeah, they're, they're really cool. And I do cool. love the platform ones because I'm about the same height as Zoe and I need mm. it. Um, I need to know, because I was thinking about this with the platform, do you follow your ankle? <laughs> I don't know. Could you? No, can't I was breaking that... my ankles for them. That gives me, like, you know, when you get platform slippers and you're constantly, like, over your, yeah. your ankle in them. Yeah, over your ankles with it, but listen, we have to sacrifice for fashion. Okay, I might get the black ones, because <laughs> yeah. I've got the Do you know what else ones? you definitely bought back? Well, you were a part and parcel of it. Crocs in the summer. Love my Crocs. I love my Crocs. And that was another thing that people were like, no, you're not bringing them back. I was like, They came me. back. Watch me, I will. It's just comfort again. Yeah, they, are the, they are the, the comfiest shit ever. That for sure. Other stuff, though, that people might, like, because I know that is maybe, like, Marmite Ugg boots... Um, ballet flats. I can't go on the train. But I can. People saying no, they're coming back. I'm like, absolutely listen, if not. You can do it. Fair enough. But I <laughs> fair fucks. Fair fucks. But I think with these calves, absolutely. No, never. I can't. But they are so chic. I think. I, I think classy Scandi style is really banging right now. And the girls have been wearing those Chanel ballet flats. You will never catch me dead in a pair of like, uh, no. ballet Since flats. No. Loafers, yeah, but not dolly shoes. Remember dolly yeah. shoes? You got dolly. Yeah. They were called dolly shoes. I will never wear them again. No, no. I'm not on with that. Like I just I got even fat, flat feet. Mm, would not same. look cute. I've got fat feet, Cankles. fat calves, <laughs> cankles. My legs are my literally knees length. Have faces because there's so much pressure. <laughs> Thighs going down on it. Simply can't have a pair of ballet pumps on, and also even even the people I'm seeing wearing them are not even doing it for me. No, I do. I do love it. I can really appreciate like Matilda Jerf wedding. She can do what she wants. Yeah, she she can can. do whatever she wants. But even with her, I'm like that. That one time was enough, sweetie. Mm. I think it's like that might be like a wee bit micro trend that you might like chuck away a yeah. minute later. Adidas mm-hmm. Sampa's bang back in preppy style. I love preppy style yeah. though. Like, yeah, you do, do that like very that. well. Yeah, that's my go to. So a nice wee pair of loafers and like a wee pleated skirt. Yeah, I love Aviator that. Aviator jackers, bombers are back. Yeah, love a bomber. Love a, love bomber. a bomber. I would like a really nice aviator, like thrifted. That like it flew a warplane, like <laughs> that is the aviator jacket. I'm on the hunt for any listeners who've seen one in a vintage shop. You better like, get shopping. No. Okay. Right. Right. Um, what would you say is your biggest fashion disaster? <laughs> we got five years. <laughs> like, we got. I'm quite bad though, cause I will wear something and then I will look back and it like a month ago and I'll be like, oh, jelly, that outfit was shocking. Mm. No, it's just cause like it's on my Instagram and I can go back and yeah. like, overanalyze it. I don't know how much I've obviously wore absolutely tragic outfits in my life but I remember I, I was doing this hairstyle for a while and it was this like scraped back really really tight pony because I was obsessed with how it made my face look like I had a facelift because that's when we worked at Quiz. I know I remember and it was this 
tight bun and I put it right at the oh, top of my head. I remember when you did that. And I looked like this, like, divorced 40-year-old <laughs> that had spent all our pay out for the divorce trying to look younger. And it was so harsh and I did it with every outfit. So, like, the outfits might have not been that bad, but that hairstyle make everything tragic. It also gave you bald patches at the front of your head. I have severe receding hairline because of that hairdo. And I remember one year I did my hair, like, at Christmas and my mum was like, Jilly, I really don't think that that is a hairdo for Christmas Day, hen. I was like, mum, what talking about? And I, I pure loved it. It was like an instant facelift, but I'm really paying for it now. <laughs> um, so, what the flip side then, what's your favourite look ever? Um, I would probably say maybe one of my Coachella looks, but I feel yes. like that's because, like, a pure iconic, like, that's a fashion moment going to Coachella. Yeah. Um, it's got, like, a buzz about it It as well. totally does, yes. I would probably say one of my Coachella looks was, like, one of my favourites, and because it was, like, a, that's just, like, a walking catwalk for influencers, so I was just, like, everyone looking What do they say, the Influencer Olympics? Influencer Olympics, actually, it actually is. It's, like, it's a crazy Would you go back? Um, I would go back if a brand wants to pay for me to go, because <laughs> it's absolutely extortionate. Is it? Um, but there are some people that go, and I think maybe have an idea that they're going, it's going to be, like, a British festival, and it's not at all. Our festivals are elite. We love to booze British people. Yeah. You can't drink at the stage. You can't carry drink around. You can, if you've got a VIP ticket, you can drink in the VIP and that looks only a main stage, but you can I mean, you can obviously sneak your drink out, which I absolutely obviously did. Yeah. But yeah, they're really strict with it. So like if you're in a tent, you there's a bar area and you need to drink your drink in there and then go out. That's shit. It's bizarre, yeah. isn't it? Um so I think a lot of the people were just getting high on weeds that absolutely reeks Did of it. weed everywhere. I think that's quite an American thing yeah. as well though. But I just kind of take it for it being more of like an experience rather mm-hmm. than it being like a boozy weekend. Yeah. I would absolutely love to go, right? But see, even the thought of trying to put one, never mind what, three outfits together, <gasps> I'm out. No. Guys, it's a lot I've of changed pressure. my mind, I'm not going anywhere. I took could never. A, took me a very long time to get the outfits. And because I think it is like a pure fashion thing, like mm-hmm. I think you think these outfits would be absolutely iconic. Yeah. There's obviously crap parts about it, like walking to the festival so long. Because it's in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? Middle of nowhere. It's obviously absolutely roasting, but then it gets to nighttime, then it's absolutely freezing. But it is a cool experience. I don't know, maybe I haven't do it once Look at this thing. I'm thinking more Glastonbury, but you know. I would, uh, yeah. yeah. Would you I, like I, to go? I really, really, really want to do Glastonbury next year. Go. It looks mega. Yeah. But I like like Transmit here and I love Transmit. I just like British festivals. We I know, me too. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. No Scotland, no party. Biggest fashion inspo icons out there. Go. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, I really, really love that influencer, Leonie Han. You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, about yeah. A Jer- German girl. She's amazing and, like, really over the top in her content. It's just absolutely iconic. But for inspo, I really like following stylists on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To see if I like a celebrity, I'll find a celebrity stylist and then I'll follow the stylist. So, like, good ones to follow. Uh, Danny Michelle, like, she f- um, styles Hayley Bieber. Sometimes mm. now she styles Kendall Jenner. Um, Carla Welch, she's a really good one. Jill Jacobs Studio. I used to really, really love Style Me Maeve. Maeve, me too. She yeah. was the one that pure elevated Hayley Bieber to yeah. become like a pure icon. And like she did help Megan Fox a wee bit, but she's went down a weird... She's lost route, it now. She she's she? lost it. I unfollowed her. I'm so upset. Did you? She's yeah. my icon. But I think following stylists is really, really good because yeah. they obviously know what's going to be banging and they put stuff together cool that you wouldn't really think about. I love following people on Instagram. I actually love it. Would you mm. never do styling? Never something I, you wanted to go down? I, I went. I did it a wee bit. I did and I was like, well, I absolutely can't stand this. I hate it because I would put outfits together and think they'd be absolutely banging and then someone would be like, oh, I don't really like that. And I'd just be thinking, right, but you're asking me for style advice. So like, you obviously need it. Like, you should put that outfit on. You'll like it. Try it. Yeah. yeah. If I just thought, you know what? No, can't be bothered doing it. It's a lot it. of pressure as well, isn't it? 
Mm. A lot of pressure, yeah. Oh. And actually, like, a lot of, you need really good contacts for it as well because it's a lot of stuff that celebrities wear is borrowed. Yeah. So you need to have good contacts with brands and yeah. brands that you believe in the person that you're dressing to actually yeah. to give the people the outfits. Another thing that you're massively into as well, Jilly, is renting. So mm. I know you like quite a few apps out there for, mm. like, renting bags or renting dresses. Another yeah. thing that I really struggle with every season is, especially now after COVID, there's a lot of weddings coming up. So being a wedding guest, for example... Mm-hmm. What the hell do I wear to these? For that, for example, I probably would wear a quite a nice dress that I yep. maybe wouldn't really have a chance to wear again. Absolutely. So what do you suggest for those sort so of things? I lo- there's an app, um, well, it's a website called Her, H-U-R-R, mm-hmm. and it's actually, um, it works with Selfridges. Yes. So it's got amazing designers on it. And I, for someone that loves fashion as well, I would maybe be able to rent something that I would never be able to afford to buy. Mm-hmm. For like 40 and it, quid. Exactly. Something. And it feels amazing to be able to wear that. And like you said, you don't feel wasteful because it's going back and it's your someone else is going to get a use out of it. Yeah. So that's a good one. By rotation is a good one. Yes. They do shoes and bags. And you can actually, you can rent your stuff out as well. Yeah, I was going to so say that. If you had a nice expensive you've got item. stuff as well that you can rent it out and like earn a wee bit of cash. Oh, cool. I never so knew that. if you yeah. are buying, if you're building your capture wardrobe, you do buy something that's a wee bit more expensive. Rent it out for a wee bit. And, then and get your money back. for yourself. Yeah. Um, wow. Another good one for bags is called Cocoon Club. And that's actually a membership. I think the cheapest one starts at like £18. And right. I know, and you get a bag a month, and then you just send the bag back. That's probably that's actually probably one of my favourite ones because I think it's like economically yeah. one of the best. I also think with bags now, it's very like a trend thing with a lot of yeah. designer bags. Is, yeah. So it's like, why would you want to spend a couple of thousand pounds on something to then yeah. you, you actually probably will never use it again? I do. Think or you will, certain, but in forty years. There is certain brands, obviously like Chanel, where you, it's more an investment. Yeah. Because you probably would get your money back over time, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I even like. like <laughs> Can I have a Chanel bag for Christmas? And like, absolutely not. I'm like, it's an investment, guys. <laughs> if anything bad ever happens, I'll sell it, put it towards what we need. <laughs> but it's true that it actually is no, worth the money more. does go up. Well, they, now. They increase their prices mm-hmm. um, every year. Whereas like a Jacquemus or Fendi, like a lot of them are bringing out like would literally last you like six months on trend. You are right. Yeah, no, hundred like, percent. Not all, all like, the, the time, but yeah, like, like the that, patterns yeah. and all that. It's like, yeah. but that's obviously for the mega rich and famous because like I know if that's you're not, not buying mm-hmm. a five hundred pound bag for a trend unless you've got the cash monies. Yeah, so that's why it's good if you want it. Million percent. trend, we can rent it. Okay, so we'll move on to some less. Question. Yeah, we, we gave a little clue, and I think everyone knows who is coming on the pod today. Yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> I know we've kind of touched on it, but give us like your five staple pieces that you need to have in your wardrobe at all times. So I know you just slaughtered a blazer, but you do need a blazer. <laughs> no, I agree. I just wish I could branch out from a blazer. Yes, I just simply yeah, can't. I understand? Yes. Yeah. So I would say a really good blazer, one that probably a neutral, yeah. so that you can wear it with a lot of things. A good mm-hmm. pair of jeans a nice pair of tailored trousers, a good white t-shirt, a good racer neck as well, a nice white shirt that you can layer over things. I know Mm -hmm. this is definitely over five now. No, that's fine. And hmm, what else? A good leather jacket. Yeah. Probably Dula's number 13. I think that's what you should, that one's the one you should get. For sure. Agree. Can I actually ask you a question? Yeah. Um, of course you because can. I'm really, <laughs> because I'm really intrigued by this. I don't know if anyone's asked, but I want to ask you this. Okay. What is your five desert island items? More like on the beauty side of things, because I know you're massively into beauty, but I would love to know what you take. Or even what's in your makeup bag? Right, okay. Um, oh, I've got... Oh, wait. No, ask me one of those questions. Okay. Your five staple beauty items. Right, okay. So I would have an eyebrow gel. 
Any particular I one? I really, really like that Anastasia Brown Freeze. Oh, do you? Really, really like it. And actually, when I was on that um, Fab Skincare trip, one of the girls um, has a... She's an eyebrow lady, but she actually also started her own brand. She brought out an eyebrow pencil, so she gave me it to try, and it's unreal. It's called Niche Brow Co. Oh, yeah, and I've and heard of them, yeah. it's so thin. I love it. So brows is probably one of the most important things for me. Yeah. SPF, because we're ginger, and we're also an old-age pensioner, so I don't <laughs> want to wrinkle anymore. And if I'm on a desert island, it's going to be sunny. So uh-huh. I need my SPF. I really like this by Terry. I think it's called, oh, what's it called? It's like tea to tan or something. I can't remember. And it's basically just a bronzing serum. And I use that now instead of foundation because, like I said, I'm an old age pensioner. Mm. And I just feel like foundation just sinks into my um, wrinkles. wrinkles. I hate it. I don't like the feeling on it. It's not comfy. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that to just give me my colour. And then I just lay it up with concealer and then uh, powders. Yeah. And I just think it gives like that nice kind of clean girl dewy look. Wow. I love that. I love Burt's Bees. Um, oh, yeah, you love that. I love Burt's Bees lip balm. I've got chronic dry lips. <laughs> so I love you that. You actually do always have lip balm on. Mate, it's so bad. I don't know what happened. I actually think Carmex might have really triggered it. Because I was addicted to that mm-hmm. stuff when I was about 13. It's mm. when you put Vaseline and Carmex, and apparently the two, that if you keep wearing it, they, it gives it you dry an, lips. It has an ingredient in it that makes your lips need it. Need it. Yep. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? I know. I can't believe you've not said fake tan. Oh, well, I was getting there. Oh, I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> I really, and oh, if any of these clips are going to go on social media because my fake tan isn't that great right now, I really love Tanologist's new... It's this express, oh, it's a really long-winded name, Tanologist. I wish you had one that was a wee bit shorter. What name? is it? It's express, it's like extra dark express, one hour mousse. And it's this really like buttery consistency. Mm. Put it on for one hour and I wash it off and I'm tanned and I don't ruin my bed sheets. Right, I love that. Elite, I love it. The Insta Glow from Tanologist though is elite instant magic tan. harry potter himself concocted that dark hearts like class body makeup not normal <laughs> i love it and actually really like that on my face as well yeah also and that's so good for see if i've got absolutely no tan on putting that on itself is quite stressful because it's so thick see if you mix it with moisturizer yeah love that so true really? and you use a little brush as well yeah to like go over your dry bits and your hands and feet yeah you tan face spray the coconut one oh. i love that i actually put that sometimes i would put that on underneath my makeup and then once, because girls that fake tan out there, you obviously do your skincare and it slips off your face. So I think if you put it on underneath your makeup and then by that night right. you wash your face off and then you've got... I've heard the Jamie Genevieve one's meant to be really good. The CBD that one, one yeah. yeah. It is really good. Obviously, I can't see past Isle of Paradise, really but, you know. Really good for helping your skin. Yes, I have yeah, heard, yeah, that, heard yeah. that, yeah. Something to do with the CBD. Right. Wow. Okay, that was okay. interesting. Love that. I love love seeing what's in people's makeup bags and what they love. I mean, I think we know the answer to this one, but someone has said, "Are Crocs really a thing now, or am I just not down with the kids?" I'll be honest. I haven't. I don't wear my cro- my Crocs as much as what I did when I did first have them. I wear them around the house, mm-hmm. and if like I'm just nipping out quickly, I will wear them. But like, you don't have to like everything. No. Nah. So see, if yeah. you don't think Crocs are for you, that's fine. Hen, you are down with the kids. <laughs> it's just not your style. Yeah. It's okay, however, what I will say is they're so comfy, man. Oh, and you're so really comfy. denying yourself a comfort. Even if you just get to them to get the bins out. Yeah. I nice actually didn't buy into the top thing. I've not got a pair. This year? I the haven't. platform ones for me is elite. I do draw the line. The you got those Gucci ones and they're cute. Yeah, they were rented though. Were they? Yeah, I rented them. I love that. Huh? Yeah, rented but they, they're different. That H-U-R-R, her. Someone would like to know a ginger girl colour palette. Yes. Oh, do you know what, by the way? Because I 
there was a lot of things that I used to say that I couldn't wear. To be fair, there's some things that I say that I can't really wear. I think as long as we avoid orange, I think we're fine. Because <laughs> we are orange, and if you're ginger, you don't tan, you've got fake tan on, so that means you're orange. I think orange is the only colour that I don't really think we wear that well, but I honestly think anything other than that, I think colours pop on us. Yeah, green, I think green, green, green. pink, mm-hmm. banging, blue, banging. I love colours on gingers. I it's like that. It's such a cool contrast. Khaki, yep. yeah. iconic on ginger. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I sound as if I'm being pure, like, oh, I can wear any colour. Yeah, you can, you can. But yeah, Work I think it. it's such a nice contrast with our hair. Love that for you. Mm. And last but Absolutely not least. Can we talk about the tuna salad? Oh my can we? Why have we not spoken about it all day? For God's sake. Everyone wants to know how, why, what to do. I don't know what, why I don't know why there is them maybe just For like anyone that's this and that doesn't know Jilly, she's obsessed with John West tuna salads. <laughs> In particular and this might throw a loop to some people. I really like the sunflower oil one. And I Me actually too. think I that is that. my secret behind it. Because I don't use dressing in my tuna salad. No. I just use the oil from sunflower oil. So I think that gives it that nice taste. And then you just give it a right good mix. You go to Marks and Spencers. You get those nice wee pots. Those wee two for three for two pots. And it's like oh, sun-dried yeah. tomatoes. Oh. And like flamed grilled peppers. Mm. I love beetroot. I love Pickles. It's like feta. Add, yeah, I love feta, but not my tuna salads. Oh. I just add all your favourite bits into tuna salads. And However, you do guys, the bowl, I have yeah. actually lowered my intake because the I mercury. Have, uh, the mercury is really bad. Oh. Yeah, you're not supposed to eat a lot of tuna, are you? No, I've actually I've put it down to two, two a week and it's really difficult. <laughs> I think it's what baffles me is you would choose that as like, I want to have my favourite meal for my dinner tonight. I know, guys. And you would choose a tuna salad. I know, guys. See, when you said, what's your death row meal? I thought I can't go on that podcast and say a tuna salad because I will get absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, you can. But I We're not asking love you. it. <laughs> you do you, hun. I feel like all the other questions that were asked in, we have kind of covered. Somebody has said how to change from 20s into 30s style without looking too young or too old. Yeah, do you know what? I actually really struggled with that. Like, there's some things now that I think, oh, do you know what? I'm actually a wee bit too old mm-hmm. to wear that. But I think it's nice that you come into like a more mature style. I remember yeah. when I was like younger and I would wear more trendy things. And I remember maybe seeing like someone in their late 20s. I thought, oh, wow, you look so put together. Like you are so classy and elegant. I think it's just a thing with aging. Like I think you just need to embrace the fact that you do get a wee bit older. And it was nice that we could wear those things back in the day. But now we're classy ladies. Yes. Grown up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you some quick fire this or that questions. Okay. Chinese or chippy? Chippy. Uggs or Crocs? Uggs. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Costa or Starbucks? I've got a difference for each drink that I like there, but I'll just say Costa. <laughs> summer or winter? Winter. Oh! What? No, I take it back, summer. Summer, hot, Not you summer. said it. It's I said it there. now. Yep. Oh. She's Miss Christmas. Um, are you getting your fireplace decorated this year? Absolutely. It's Narnia themed. That is an exclusive. Is it? <gasps> exclusive oh my on God. the pod. I'm buzzing. <laughs> night in or night out? Oh, night out. Oh, I'm in a wee bit of a party girl face right now, but I would usually say night in. Stranger Things or Harry Potter? Harry Potter, obviously. Tuna salad or chippy? If I, tuna salad. <laughs> Gary Neville or Andy Halliday? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Neville! <Whoa>! <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's wrap up the pod there then. Thank you so much, Jilly, for coming on the podcast. Oh, oh thank we you have for just- having me. Loved our little ginger friends oh, sitting next to us today. You've been an absolute icon, babes. Loved it. I won't be back, girls, but I'll support you. <laughs>
She's having like an anxiety attack in the corner, too much black coffee. But yeah, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Oh, and I hope cool. anyone listening has got lots of tips because we're now going to buy lots of capsule wardrobe items. Yep, I'm, sure. I'm going to go and clear out my whole wardrobe, Same. which I actually do monthly anyway. And um, if any girly pops ruthless. has got any coats or sequins or feathers that they want to buy, then buy it from Dilla at the end of the yes. month. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and last but not least, Jilly may have a little present for you all. Oh, my God, listeners. Listen <laughs> up. <laughs> you can get a wee dizzy discount 15% off use code PLATE15 yes Woo! on doula.com or .co.uk or is it both doulalabel.com doulalabel.com mm. wow she global I definitely mm. recommend the leather jacket I, I'm obsessed with it but hopefully by the time this podcast goes out Jilly's new collection will be out or nearly out so yeah we'll let you know and we'll keep you updated on the Instagram yay yay, yay! and thanks so much for listening yes. and we will see you next week and we will tag Jilly's Instagram in the bio below if you want to follow her. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, guys. Bye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.